This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Do you have a story? Do you know what your story is? Do you know how to tell your story and to tell it well? Well, we have uh, somebody on our show today that's going to help you do all of that. Her name is Ms. V, the storyteller. She's a podcaster. Um, she's a coach. And she works with people so, so that they can get their story out in a meaningful way that can have a real positive impact on the planet. But before we go there, we have to go talk to my friend and Nathan and uh, and say, hey, dude, how you doing? Mr. Hey, tall Kevin, dude, I'm doing well. Yes, very tall drink of water, probably from all that rain, you know, getting the plant nice and watered and grows really tall. I'm telling you what, and uh, what's our weather going to be look like? It looks like it's kind of sunny, but it looks like we are threatening thunderstorms. Uh, well, with all this rain coming up, I hope I don't grow any taller. I am tall enough, <laughs> I must say. But yeah, very rainy weekend coming up, and it doesn't look like it's going to want to go away anytime soon since it uh, looks like even after the weekend, the uh, scattered showers still remain and will stay very wet out there, and a lot of wind coming up too, so... We'll see. Uh, I mean, maybe gusting up to 34 miles per hour in some areas could lose power. So make sure you get your backup heaters or uh, charging devices all ready to go. You might need them tomorrow. And be careful if you use candles. Uh, that can cause problems if you are if you don't have them uh, put in the right places with the right surroundings around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Make sure you do that. So, and, and what day is that? We are we looking at that for? Is that going to be Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, tomorrow actually, with rain still uh, sticking around overnight on Saturday, it'll be a day filled with wind and rain. Oh, very good. Well, the Seahawks aren't in town, so we don't have to worry about them. So no, that's good. That'll be an interesting game with the field goals and passes and all that stuff. Yeah, it would be if they were here, but they're in they're in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so in any event, uh, Nathan, thank you very much. Thank you for handling the show with the expertise that you do. And I'd like you to betcha. introduce my co-host for today. And, uh, ever actually as, as often as I can get her on Fridays, I have begged her, uh, to <laughs> the show, Dana Parker. How are you, my friend? I'm so good today. I'm really happy to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. By the way, if you want to go find out more about what Dana does, uh, go to innerworldmovement.com. And she is also, a. I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, as far as a life coach goes and someone that can help you in a myriad of ways, she is is very, very good. And I know this for a fact because she's my coach. And so she's helping me uh, learn how to uh, live life a little bit better and a little bit more effectively and to find out why I do what I do when I do what I do them. Does that make sense? That's the best part. Getting to the root of why we do what we do. Everyone's wondering that often, I think. I know what it's uh, when you're sitting there all by yourself and you're kind of wondering, how am I supposed to live this way? And what am I doing? And why am I doing what I'm doing? And why did I do that? I don't know why. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes it takes somebody from the outside that can say, well, have you considered this? 
No, I never <laughs> have. So there. So it's a fun process. In any event, uh, Dana, we've got a, a wonderful guest today. She's a storyteller. Her name is Ms. B. And uh, she is a coach and she helps people develop their own stories. There was a period of time when she was a kid where she didn't talk for like 12 or 13 or for a bunch of years. Didn't feel valued. Didn't feel um, um like, well, I'll tell you what, rather than me tell her story, why don't we bring her on and have Miss V tell her own darn story? Miss V, how are you? Hello. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. I'm so excited. I'm telling you, I'm about to pop. <laughs> but don't do that. We're on live camera. And so, you know, we could, that would be a little messy. Yeah. Um, but Ms. V, it's great to have you here. And uh, let's let's begin by, can you tell us your story of uh, growing up and, and uh, when you decided that, well, you know, the heck with all of you guys, I'm just going to stop talking. All right. Well, this is a doozy. When I was six, growing up in my home, um, my father was a yeller. He yelled all the time. If you've ever had a parent that just yells all the time, I had one of those. And that, that was the way my dad communicated. He yelled all the time. And so one day he was yelling at me. I mean, he was coming down on me and I'm looking up at him. I'm a six-year-old. I'm looking at this tall dude and I'm like, what is going on? You know, in my head. And in that moment, I told myself, do not say a word. Do not open your mouth. Don't mm -hmm. say anything. And I looked up at my dad and I just went silent. And my dad was yelling at me for like another minute. And then he stopped. And I don't know if he just didn't know what to do, because that was the first time that I responded that way. And he just walked away. So in my mind, it worked. He stopped yelling at me. Mm -hmm. I didn't get any in any trouble. So this was gold for a six-year-old. So I continued it. I stopped talking. I'm like, I'm not saying a word. It's to protect myself and to keep me out of trouble. Mm. Well, because it worked so well. And for the most part, it did work because my parents would say stuff, things to me. I will only answer the question. I mm. wouldn't go into details. Yes. No, that was it. Well, it went on into school. And I'm like, hey, works at home. It's going to work in school. So I didn't say anything in school. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking this is a beautiful thing. Nobody's yelling at me. I'm not getting in trouble. I mean, my mom, she got a note home one day from a teacher saying, I wish your child would speak up. But for me, this is great. I'm not getting a note home for my mom saying I'm talking too much like most kids. So I'm like, hey, this is gold. So we went into middle school. Now. Middle school, those middle school kids, they some beasts. They mean. You try being fluffy because I've been fluffy my whole life. And I'm a little chubby girl. I don't talk. It was hell. Mm -hmm. Went into high school. And in high school is where I got physically bullied. I had been bullied and, you know, talked over. And progressively, I was losing more and more, not only my voice, but myself because I started to feel like, what I had to say wasn't important. So what's the point of even opening my mouth? People were going to cut across me or they would say jokes or, or whatever. So by high school, 
I would only talk if I had to. And I may have had one or two friends. And that's where I got physically bullied. And the ironic thing about it was the day that I chose to open my mouth and say something was the day I got physically bullied. Mm. I responded back to someone who was joking me. He got angry. He waited for me. And for like a whole week, he would slam me into the locker, threaten me. And thank God, finally, my teacher came to the rescue and saved me. So kudos to all the teachers out there that save students from getting bullied. And in my mind, I thought, okay, when I become an adult, it's going to get better. Mm. No, they were just as mean. (laughs) Adults were just as mean you know, in the real world. And I'm like, oh my God. So by the time I was 23, I became a Christian and I just pray, you know, for those who, you know, are Christians, God will do it. You know, I'm not saying if you're not, but I'm just saying for me, it worked. And I prayed and I asked God to give me my voice back. But the the thing about it was I got my voice back, but in a horrible way, I became a bully. I became the people who mistreated me because for 18 years, that is all I knew from six until 23. All I knew was being talked over, being bullied, you know, just shutting me down. If I open my mouth, that's all I knew. So I became a bully. Mm-hmm. And one day God just shut down. I was at a football game and God shut down the entire stadium so that I could hear the way I was talking to this man. And let me tell you, I was cussing him out. I was going in on him. I was going to get him. (laughs) I was like, oh no, no more. That little girl that didn't talk. uh Uh-uh. Who you think you're talking to? You know, (laughs) all in. And I heard myself and I said, oh my goodness, I am now the people who mistreated me, I've turned into them. By the time I got to my car, listen, y'all, I was in a full blow. I was in a uh, Oprah ugly cry. I was just, um, I was like, oh my God. When I got home, I mean, my eyes was bloodshot red. I was so like hurt because now I'm doing to people what people did to me. And I know how it felt. I said, look, look, Lord, I need you to give me a medium. Now I'm honest <laughs> with you. God didn't give me a medium because you catch any regular person on a bad day and no telling who will come out. But I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be the cusser out and walk around and professing to be a Christian or just a woman in general being ugly and nasty to people. But I definitely do not want to go back to the non-talker. So let's Mm -hmm. get some some balance here. And God honored me. It took some time because I had to go back and I had to forgive some people. I had to Mm -hmm. forgive myself. I had Mm -hmm. to start loving myself and saying positive things to myself. But now... I have my voice back and I use it for positive ways. I make sure that I do not allow anyone to silence my voice. Now, I may have to take a pause because if you make me mad, I'm like, hold on one second. I might have to go to the bathroom and get my crazy stuff together and come back. I am going to address it. And that is something that I learned. And I want women and just people never lose your voice. Say what you need to say. And I do. Now. Sometimes I have to apologize because I didn't season my words. And what I mean by seasoning my words is making sure that it's coming across in a way of love so that you can, so that you can accept 
what I'm saying, not to be harsh and ugly and nasty, because you can season your words. You can be firm, but season the words so that they will receive it. And so that's my story. It's a little bit more to it, but that's <laughs> mostly my story. <laughs> that's a beautiful story of, of pendulum swinging. And often, you know, do you find with a lot of your, the people that you work with, sometimes that pendulum kind of has to swing. So you're like, I know this extreme, I know this extreme. Now let's bring it to the middle. And there's, there's so much power in your story that there's like all these golden nuggets that I picked out personally that I was like, yes, that just hearing that is so powerful and so beautiful. What was that moment like when it's when you were in the the stadium and all of a sudden you almost became the observer of what you were doing? That moment, something in your heart just shifted. It was like, like an out-of-body experience. I mean, <laughs> literally, and I think that's what got to my heart. And I think that's what God knew it would take. I mean, I'm at a football game. You and and if anyone knows me, although I was the silent type, I love to dance. I love music. When the band would get up and play, I would be up and everything. So I'm engaged in the game. I love football. So for me, I don't know what this man did to me. I don't know what he said to me, but it it just pushed that nugget like, oh, I'm being bullied or something, mm -hmm. and I just let loose. Mm -hmm. But I am so grateful that it got quiet. I don't know if somebody got injured on the field. I don't know what happened, but it got so quiet. And I was like, literally looking at myself, going in on this man. And then people were around, like I drew attention and they're looking at this woman just tearing this man up. Mm -hmm. And I saw myself and I was so hurt, not mm -hmm. only for him, but for myself, mm -hmm. because I realized that I'm a bully. I am, yeah. you know, my mouth is a lethal weapon. Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, <laughs> I need to fix this. I cannot go another day like this. Yeah, that, and that's such a pivotal moment. I think for, for anyone, such a pivotal moment, because you could have gone down the path right then and there of saying, I am justified in this. I, I spent my whole life being bullied. Now I'm standing up for myself. But instead you went down this really humble path of being like, whoa whoa, I get to take a look at this and take some accountability and responsibility for these words that are coming out of my mouth. Absolutely. And going into that place where you could cry and have that self-forgiveness, that's the power place that people don't understand. That oftentimes when they take that path of being justified, they think that's the power place, but you took the power path. You took the path to power. And that place of self-forgiveness and saying, what does it look like for me to be balanced? Miss V, that that is so powerful that you took that path of self-forgiveness and humility and bringing yourself into balance. And that that was a transformational moment for you. That's so mm -hmm. powerful. I'd like to add this if I can. If you're a parent and I know sometimes we get angry with a six year old. Uh, they don't do something that we they do something that we don't like or whatever. And we get angry. Mm hmm. I want you to think about you going in the bathroom and getting yourself together before you address that six-year-old. Because in yes. this case, that six-year-old spent 17 years getting over, getting dressed down by her father when she was six years old. What happens when you're six can stay with you for a very long time, can't it, Dana? 
Oh yeah. I mean, I, I work with clients on the daily with that. And I'm sure you do too, Ms. V. That, that's probably a lot of your clients is because people that's what happens. I have to take right? them back yeah. to, for that pivotal moment because we yeah. all had, it all starts at childhood mm -hmm. it, it, at all because things that happen to us, they leave a lasting impression, whether mm -hmm. it's a negative or a positive. And mm -hmm. so we have to realize and go back and deal with that. But what you said, Kevin, I agree, but parents are not perfect. They are mm -hmm. humans. They are not perfect. So mm -hmm. you may have that moment where you go in with your child and yelling at them or whatever. I'm not saying that's right, but fix it. When mm -hmm. you pull yourself together, you go back and you sit down with them and say, you know what? I am so sorry that yeah. I yelled at you. I came down at you. Mama was mad. She took it out on you. I am so sorry. You address the behavior if yeah. they did something wrong. You mm -hmm. need to address that. But you also need to let them know that you are sorry for the way that you came to them, the way that you handle them and always live them with a positive, give them some love. I am so sorry. I used to teach. So this is the way I handled. There were days where I would snap and I'm like, come here, baby. I'm, you know, Miss V is so sorry. You know, mm -hmm. I, you know, did that to you. I am so sorry, but your behavior mm -hmm. was wrong and we're going to address that. And then I'm sorry. Do you accept my apologies? And I give them love. I so, love that. Well, one of the phrases that I often use is with my boys is I'm still learning how to be a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be a mom of 15-year-old you. And it's not an excuse for behavior. And I am sorry. And I'm going to work on it. And then really working on it, right? And and being that example. And even if it's hard to say sorry, swallowing the hard and saying it anyway, right? Because do you feel like, Miss V, do you feel like it became easier and easier to say sorry after you just got used to it? What I found out is it, I, I don't want people to think that when I got my voice back, it was easy overnight. It took some time mm -hmm. because, you know, I didn't realize that um, I was still holding a lot of hurt in my heart and I needed to go back and I needed to literally forgive people for the way that they treat me because I'm be 100 with you. I did not like the general public because they were mean to me. I couldn't stand in the general public when I went to the store, when I went anywhere, because people were always mean to me. And I never realized that I needed to forgive them. I, I, I did. I needed to just say, you know what? They are human. They make mistakes. Don't take it personally. That's just the way they are. Give it back to them because they're the mean person, not me. So I'm not going to take their issues. I'm not going to carry their issue here. You take it back. I go in the store, do what I got to do. But I had to really do some forgiving in order to get there. Now, I have moments where I slip, but then I realize, you know what? Remember, remember who you were. You better go back and fix it. And I do that. But I make a conscious effort every day to do it. And I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. You know, if one day I was in the store and this man said something wrong to me and I said something I shouldn't, shouldn't. And immediately I was like, oh, Lord. And then I get like this. Now I got to go fix this. If I just want to say nothing, I wouldn't have to go back and fix it. Now I got to go and fix it. Sir, I am so sorry. I should not have said that to you, but you shouldn't have said what you said to me. But I sarcasm and humor with it. Because I had to address them. I was like, sir, I'm so sorry. I should have said, I said, but what you said was just as wrong. So I'm apologizing to you, but you were wrong too. He was like, ma'am, 
I'm so sorry. You right. You right. And I was like, yeah, you right. You right. Oh, you know. And I fixed it. You know, Miss V, I can just see you getting angry and ripping somebody to shreds right there in front of them. That I, I can see you doing that. So that you, you have it within you, but it's good that it's good that you've controlled it now and uh, and stuff. That that that's 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 really awesome. Now you've also got a podcast that you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So you're not only talking; you're talking from the mountaintops, yeah. and you're talking to really try and help people get through it. Because because Dana, I know both of you guys are coaches, and and Dana, you've worked with people that that. that their past comes up like that all the time. In my case, my past was that I couldn't shut up. That's how I ended up in my room. <laughs> you got for talking too much. I did. My, my dad would say, I don't want you to talk anymore. Go to your room. What? You know, so, but we, we all have a different way of coping with, with stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Dana's learning all about my coping skills. So that's, yeah. that's, that's really cool. Yeah. But, uh, but Miss V, so, so you are also, you're working with people to help them tell their stories in a comprehensive way that that can that they can use for their website. They can use it to get it out to different people and stuff. How do you accomplish that? Well, one of the things, when the a little bit of the rest of my story was this was something that God wanted me to do, and God said. I want you to be a storyteller. And I thought that he had the wrong house. I'm like, you picked the wrong <laughs> house because now you're trying to get somebody who didn't talk to, you know, to be a storyteller. Storyteller stand up in front of people and they talk. You got the wrong house. And I was like, no, I chose you. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. <laughs> and I did it. But what was so amazing is as I told you, I was a school teacher. I used to do stories all the time. I would play by myself. I made up stories mm-hmm. all the time. It got to the point where parents would come to the school and ask where they could buy the book. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, Sam came home last night. He was telling me the book of the Jana lesson, the Jana, the jack o That was my first one. And I see, and I was teaching the kids the five senses, and I use the jack o as it anyway. And I said, well, ma'am, I just made that up. So I had been doing that for a long time, making up stories. I would go to the restaurant and I would see a couple and I would write a whole story about them in the restaurant. So God was like, it's in you. You've been doing it your whole life. You've just been doing it in silence. And now I want you to do it in open. So now I do it in open. But then later on, he was like, I want you to have a podcast. I'm like, see, you keep turning down that wrong street. <laughs> you need to be making U-turns because you're turning down a wrong street. Lord, I'm telling you, I know you got it and all this, but come on, Lord. And he was like, no, I want you to have a podcast. So I did a podcast and he said, I only want you to tell your personal stories. So mm-hmm. that's my podcast. I would tell my personal stories, but I told the stories how I um, went through different things, like the whole bullying story, how I overcame it. I leave thoughts and then I leave questions at the end to make whoever was to think about it and then God was like I want you to have people on the show now by this point God I was like he on the right street it's no need of me telling God he on the wrong street so (laughs) you know about this time I'm like whatever so I started to have people to come on the show and started to share their stories and talk about our stories but this is the thing that I noticed people really didn't know their story they knew their bio but they didn't know their story. 
Immediately mm -hmm. they talked about what they did for a living. I'm like, but that's not what made you who you are today. There are some things like me being a storyteller, me losing my voice made me the woman that I am today because I went through all of those things. So when I talk to people and I tell them my story, I make a connection. When I was telling both of you the story, you were like all in leaning in because I made myself vulnerable to you. I open myself up so that you can trust me. And that's what we need to do in business. In our lives, we need to be vulnerable, but we need to know our fingerprint story. And it's hard. Sometimes when you go back to do it, you have to do some healing because you're still carrying that hurt. But I want you to have the story so you can share with people, so you can make connections and build trust. Mm. You know, Miss V, um, I know you said before we got on the air here that this was your first live radio show. Live. And yes, I know you've done a lot of podcasts and stuff, but this is your first live radio show. And so we're here are all about giving you new experiences. So we need to take a break. But when we come back, Tina from Washington, D.C. is calling in and would like to and would ask you a question. So now you have become a full-throated radio voice host. And, and Bring so it on, Tina. Bring it on. So we're going to take a break before we do that. So, Tina, stay right where you are, and we're going to be right back in a couple of seconds. So uh, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. Miss V is here. She is just delightful. And Dana Parker is also here. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you need to boost your sales? Join our partnership program. Each quarter, we promote 10 partner businesses. What will you get? The company will produce one 30-second video for your business. Your website links on positivetalkradio.net and kmmedia.pro. One dedicated podcast or radio show per month. One video Instagram reel. One YouTube short. One 60-second clip for social media taken from your interview. And at least one commercial airplay per show. All podcasts and video commercials are within the fabric of the show and will remain in the show forever. Visit kmmedia.pro to book a consultation today. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. For being our appreciated listener, you can use promo code PTR20 at checkout to receive 20% off your order. A naturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. We believe in the power of telling your stories. We want to help yours be seen and heard. At the Pacific Northwest Collaborative Magazine, our purpose is to connect you to your community. Let's begin by celebrating the accomplishments of local artists featured in this brand new digital magazine. Here, you can learn about opportunities to creatively come together and support our local community and neighbors through the gift of art and service. If your business or organization would like to take part in this magazine, message us on Instagram at pnw.collab. You can download our free digital magazine at KM Media Pro today. 
Thank you to our dedicated fans. We are updating our live on-air schedule to make it super easy for you to hang out with us five days a week, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We broadcast on YouTube, Facebook, and live on Fridays with Kixie 880 AM Seattle Live. You can find our library to binge all the podcast platforms. We can't wait to see you at 3 p.m. Monday through Friday, starting September 4th, Labor Day 2023. And welcome back to Positive Talk, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald. We have a delightful guest. Dana, I think she's pretty cool, don't you? Oh, this anybody who gets a chance to coach with her is lucky. That's what I think. It, it would be a, a joy. <laughs> Thank you. Would you, since you're co-hosting today, would you like to invite Tina from Washington, D.C. onto the show? Yes. Welcome, Tina, to the show. Hi, Tina. Yes, Ms. Hi, B is here to answer any of your questions. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I'm really enjoying this interview. Well, what I wanted to know is I'm trying to grow a business, and um, I'm kind of shy, and I was wondering if there were ways that I could share my story in writing instead of speaking it, like, can I write, like, a story and put it on my website or something? Is there another way I could share my story? Yes, of course. And that is one of the ways that I teach you. That's why what I do is I help you to craft your story, but we can break it up into three different things. The first one I call is the elevator pitch. It's like your why, understanding why you do what you do. And I call that the elevator pitch. If you were on an elevator with someone, you needed to do business and you needed to get a hook, you would share just that elevator pitch with them. And then I have you to share like the story you would like my story that I just shared on a podcast or radio. But then I have you to share your uh, story for like if you're a keynote keynote speaker. But the one that you would share on your website would be the one that if you were on a podcast, because they give you like three to five minutes or, you know, to share your story. And then they go into asking questions and all that. So, yes, you can put it on your website because that's a great way for someone to get to know you on a personal level, although they don't get to see you in person. However, at some point, you really do need to get comfortable with sharing your story. And I do that. I help you to be able to be comfortable in front of a person, whether it be one-on-one or a group of people. And there are things that you can do. There were things that I used to do. I used to look at the clock in the back of the room. When I was storytelling and I was performing live, I would look at the clock in the back of the room. And then every now and then I would look down on the floor or something like that. There are things that you can do so that you won't um, be so engaged with the people. But yes, you can put it on your website. If you have a blog, put it on your blog, but you want people to get to know Tina in a way that they want to engage with you, that they want to call you. That they Now, once you do that, they're going to call you and they're going to want to see you and have a piece of you. So that's why I'm saying that you do have to get comfortable at some point with being in front of people. And I can help you do that, Tina. Okay. Okay. Are they going to give your contact information at some point? Yes, no. ma'am. <gasps> Absolutely. Well, Kevin may not, but Miss V <laughs> Dana will. <laughs> okay. Go, go ahead and okay, give her your. You. You know, Tina, your go, go and wait. Yeah, um, one second, Tina. 
Okay, go ahead and so, Ms. V, okay. give her your information. This is the quickest way to find me. If you go to Miss V the Storyteller.co. I'm yeah. different. It's C-O. Don't put that M on because I'm different. Miss V the Storyteller.co. And that's my website. And just email me and I will, you know, we can we can figure this out. We can work this out. But Tina, we're gonna get you uncomfortable and we're gonna get you a story out there because it's so important for your business. That's how people want to do business with you because they know they have a little piece of you. Oh, Tina, she went through some things. I can trust her. Yeah. And, okay. and I just want to add one more thing, Tina, that you yeah, will yeah. reach people as a shy person that, that people like me who maybe is more extroverted will not. Right. And, and that is the value of, of people like you who consider themselves shy speaking up in the most yeah. authentic way for you. And that's the value of working with somebody like Valerie it, or Val Ms. Valeria. V Valeria, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Um, that's the value of that is, is to help you do that so that you can speak to your audience that, that people like us could never reach. So I, I, right. I encourage you, I encourage you to keep moving with what you're doing because there's a reach that you'll have that's profound. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'll be in touch, Miss B. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Very nice. Thank you, uh, Tina, Thank you, from Tina. Washington, D.C. That's great. You know, I've got, I've, since I've, since it's my show, I've, I've got an elevator pitch that I would like to pitch to you two to you tell me whether or not it makes any sense at all. Okay. okay. All right. Are you ready? So now, the, as I picture the elevator pitch, it's supposed to be really short as if somebody were, you were to get onto an elevator and somebody were to say, hi, how are you? What do you do? And then you've got like, 20 seconds to get what you do out before you know, without going into a bunch of details and ask for money or anything like that. So the, so mine, mine is very short and I would love your opinion on it, please. If somebody says to me, hi, what do you do? And I said, well, you know, I have two main properties, KM media, which attracts content creators who are interested in getting their message out to the masses and positive talk radio, which attracts viewers and listeners worldwide who are interested in creating and living a great life. Is that okay? Is that too long? And that's exactly what I said. People tell you their bio first. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of my elevator pitch. If I'm on the elevator and I get to the second floor, I would say, hi, my name is Ms. V. I'm a storyteller. I lost my voice at the age of six. I didn't get it back until I was 23. But when I got my voice back, I became a storyteller. And now what I do is I help people to find their voices, to use their voices on podcasts, help them to find. So that's a part of me. So I've told you personally about myself in a snippet, but then I also told you what I did. So now you know a little bit about me. When you see me, you're going to say, that's the lady that lost her voice at six. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's very good. Dana, have you ever, have you ever come up with an elevator pitch for you or your business or any of that? Not, not this version of my business yet. Oh, good. Well, we're going to have to, maybe we could spend some time working on that, Ms. V. <laughs> But you need it because you never know when you encounter someone, but you mm -hmm. want to leave a piece of yourself with you. You know, me, mm -hmm. I'm just literally just telling you that I lost my voice at six years old and I didn't talk. And people that impresses people because this woman is talking to me in the elevator and they lady didn't talk. 
they're going to remember that about me. And that's what I want to do is leave an impression. I want them, even if they don't know my name, when they see me, I know that lady from, oh, she was in the elevator with me. She gave me her card. Instead of Kevin, not saying, you know, I would help you with yours, but it, it that man, he worked for some radio station with some letters. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Kevin is a radio announcer. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, just adding a sentence or two sentences in there so they'll know something personal about you because that can make a connection. When I tell my elevator pitch, I may be in the elevator with someone who lost their voice, but they would never know if I only shared my bio. Mm. They would never know that thing about me. And some people need that personal connection. So you need to one sentence or two. I'm giving y'all a lot for free. One sentence or two, <laughs> one or two sentences about yourself and then connect that, you know, what you do to leave that impression. Mm -hmm. You need to tell us a little bit about yourself and people, you know, they don't usually do that. They go right into their bio. What I do for a living. No, mm -hmm. let's add mm -hmm. more to it. Let's be personable. Uh, no, I agree with that. But but as both of you know, you've both been through what I call my pre-production meeting, which is supposed to be a 15-minute meeting. I think, Ms. V, yours was like 45, and Dana's was like an hour and 10. Because um, I, can't, I can't shut up. And my story actually is pretty long and involved. And it takes a while to tell. Um, yeah, so. but I pull out the key issues. I pull out, you know, the nitty gritty, the meat of your story. I get that because that's what we want to hear. Because see, what we don't want to be is bored. Not saying that your story is bored, but you need to pull out those key elements that's going to hook and hold the audience or the client's attention. Like maybe I should say, I'm just like Oprah, only I'm a short, fat, white guy. <laughs> For, for somebody who don't know Oprah, it's like, who is it? Okay, now I got to go look up Oprah online. <laughs> oh, come on. There are people in this world who don't know who Oprah Winfrey is. Listen, apparently so, because she was across the pond and they wouldn't let her in the store. This was a story a while ago, and they wouldn't let her in the store because they didn't know who she was. Oh, that's right. She was in uh, um, Europe. France, Europe, Paris, somewhere, and they wouldn't let her in the store because they didn't know who she was. Yes, and and as I remember, that's <laughs> it was a funny story. As I remember, her daughter or or her business manager, somebody wanted to buy a purse. Yep, it was. And, a, yep. And the and the clerk said, "I'm sorry, you can't afford that purse." Yes. And they said this to for Winfrey, who's worth billions of dollars, and uh, and and yeah. that turned into a long, involved story. <laughs> but and, and I'm sure you can find it online someplace. Yeah. But, uh, you, but it's true. They didn't know. They had no idea. Now, that person, when they found out, oh, my God, I would have just quit, resigned, and moved to Australia somewhere. I'm in peace. I'm out. I'm embarrassed. I'm out. <laughs> that, yeah. Can you imagine? Well, and, and Ms. V, I, I can only imagine that if you were in Oprah's um, uh, position, and somebody did that to you, you'd say, I'm just going to buy this damn store, so just shut up. Actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give them the crust off of my toe. I would turn around and literally walk out because you don't deserve my time, space, or business. You messed up. I'm sorry you don't know who I am. Not that I would push it on that person, but 
to tell me I can't afford it and you don't know me, that's okay. There's another store that I would be more than happy to spend my money in. As a matter of fact, I would be like the pretty woman girl. I would go back mm-hmm. and just show her all the bad things. <laughs> you lost out on all this commission just because you had a preconceived notion about me. Your love. Mistake. Big mistake, as I recall her saying. Well, I, I have a question for you, Miss V. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my questions is what what it tell me why it's so valuable for somebody to get clear on their story. Why would that be so imp- important in in the world of uh, what you do? What are the benefits? Well, the benefits are is that you build connections. We so often push information on people that people don't even really know. I want to know who I'm doing business with. That is a great tool that you should use. I want to know who so that I can trust you. I'm investing my money. And all you can tell me is that you got an MBA and you have. That's great. But that doesn't mean that you're a crook. You know, it's it's, it's just opening yourself. up. And I'm again, you don't have to tell all your business, but you need to tell enough of it so that that person can trust you and so that you can make a connection. And I'll be quick. I just did a conference last weekend and I did a round table and I went and I shared my story and I did storytelling and business. Those women were crying. Those Mm -hmm. women, some of the women were crying and, you know, I was, I wasn't prepared for the crying and I was like, wow, because they needed to be healed, but Mm -hmm. they also understood how important it was because afterwards they was like, I need you to help me to do my story because I shared my story. I made a connection with those women immediately. And then afterwards, I need you to help me to share because it made such a great impact. They got to Mm -hmm. know who I was. So now they can trust me to help them to find their story because I was bold enough to stand up and tell them Mm -hmm. my story. Yeah, because they see a part of themselves in you as you share that vulnerability, that humanness part of you. Yes. There's value and trust that's built from that. That's powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I got to tell you, this is fun for me because we're we're apparently we're all over the country these days because we've got uh, Yvette from uh, Virginia that would like to ask you a question. Can we invite her on? Hey, Yvette. Hi, how are you, Ms. V? I'm good. Thank you for calling in. How can I help yes, you? I've, I found you on social media, and I'm very excited. You're doing a lot of great things. But I see something on here about storytelling and business. Can you talk a little bit about that? Is that a class you're having? Yes, it's absolutely a class that I'm having. And what I do is, is I help you. Let's say you are a... Um, we're going to use you, Dana, because you're a motivation. You help you coach. And mm-hmm. let's say someone wanted you to come and they wanted you to do a um, a 30 minute speech, you know, to come and tell us about it. I teach you how to find your personal story to share. And then I help you to find different little stories about yourself as examples to key points that you want to make, because people will remember a story quicker than a fact. So what we want to do is we want to take a fact, we want to add a little bit of a story to them so that they would remember instead of Dana going up, 
saying, you know, telling her story about herself and then leaving us with these little nuggets of facts and all that. But if you add a little story, like, for instance, if you're trying to tell them about being healed, you know, you need to do some hard work. You would go and you would say, OK, Dana, um, let's say you would say uh, so sometimes you're going to need to do some hard work. And I remember um, at one moment that I really needed to forgive my husband because we were going through some things. But I had to sit down and I had to forgive myself for the way that I responded to him. And I had to forgive him. But then I used this tool. And you see how I weaved in a story. I'm mm -hmm. going to give you a tool to use. And you're going to remember the story that I shared about what I had to heal from to help me to deal with my husband. You see what I mean? So mm -hmm. doing that is pulling little stories in and adding them in your presentation would make a huge impact because they're going to remember those stories instead of a lot of facts and a whole bunch of information. We're doing it in a way that's entertaining and we want to keep them in the room. We don't need them going to the bathroom. We don't need them on our phones. We need them engaged because at the end, we need them to come up to us to do business. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want. Just like at that, um, at the conference, women came up to me, they wanted to do business because of the way that I did the training. That mm -hmm. was a model mm -hmm. in business. That's so really you did I help you out? Yeah, that's 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 really good. I'm a um consultant, so it's a little different. Um so I do educational consulting. How could you weave that into someone who doesn't do maybe as much of the one on one but does like organizational type um storytelling cuz you know it's kind of hard getting your your personal stuff out there. So what would you say someone who's doing more, you know, group kind of organizational things in terms of telling their story or even participating, like, in your class, the kind of nuggets you could share. That's well, I'll share a story. Uh, one of my, my girlfriends, she took one of the classes that I taught, and she went through the whole um, the class, and she took nuggets away, and she used it. Now, she's a doctor of speech and language, and she was teaching a course. And she understood the importance of her students knowing who she, you know, knowing something about her. So what she did was she shared a story with them. And at the end of it, she asked them, she never told them it was her story. And it was about her profession. She's a speech and language. So she shared a story about what ha something that happened to her as a speech and language um, pathologist. And at the end, she asked, well, who do you think that person was? And when her mm -hmm. students realized that it was her, what it did was it brought this brought her down from being doctor down to, oh, my God, she used to be a student. So I can see, oh, my God, she's real. She's touchable. It brought her down to their level to a point where after she spoke, they came up to her and they was like, oh my God, I didn't know that about you. Oh my God, it opened up a whole dialogue versus just going in and just teaching. Mm -hmm. Those students remembered that story about her and that's what you can do. It doesn't have to be a personal story per se, but in this case it was, but it was a personal professional story. It had to do about the profession. Great. That's that's really good. It gives me lots of really lots of good ideas. That's very, very helpful. Thank you so much. And oh you're welcome, you bet. You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs>
Yeah. And Yvette, if you want to get in contact with her and talk more with Miss V, she can go to Miss V. Miss V the Storyteller dot co. C O. Got it. Got it. Like I said, I found you on social media. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Yvette. Have a, have, a, have a great day way over there in Virginia. Um, it's, you know, I gotta, I gotta tell you, Miss V, you, you, I don't know. I smell it. Did you set these calls up or are they? Uh, I actually did not. So I'm <laughs> grateful. I did not. No. No kidding. Well, no, look at, look at us. We're, 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 that's, that's really, that's really cool. Dana, I what did, do you think? But uh, I did post on social media that I would be here today as, at three. So well, I did yeah. so on my social media thing. So yeah, LinkedIn, all of them. Yep. Well, thank you so much. Dana, what do you think? Oh, I'm loving this. I think there's so many beautiful nuggets that you can take from this. And that's wonderful. And I really, really believe, and, and same thing with coaching with me or any coach, these concepts and ideas are powerful, but to really put them into practice, work with the expert, work mm -hmm. with Ms. V, like contact her, let her help you help you make that experience efficient and pull all of those nuggets together to really create an experience for you so that you are more empowered in your business and your marketing and the things that you're doing. And that really is the power of working with a coach like Miss V. And I, I just want to pull that out. Like, yeah, these are great nuggets, but pull it all together by working with the expert that can help you do that in a, in a really efficient manner. That's what I have yeah, to say. And it'll, make, and it'll make you more comfortable. Yes. Because you have somebody to run it through. It's just like you, Dana, with your coaching and all that. You know, I'm sure Kevin comes to you and say, listen, Dana, before I do this, I want to make sure it's right. And so that when it's done, he knows that it's done correctly or in a mm -hmm. positive way. So, yeah, having someone to run it through and then make, make sure that you're comfortable when you do, when mm -hmm. you do whatever you do. Mm -hmm. The thing is, we all have our own story and we all like to tell our story at one point or another. But oftentimes it takes somebody from the outside looking in who can take out the things that you might not think are important that actually are very important to another human being. And, and so you can tailor the story and you can sculpt it in a way to make it uh, more um more friendly and more effective mm -hmm. for the people that you're talking to. Would that is that a fair statement? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, because people and then I look at it this way. The world that we live in, everything is reality TV. Everything is um, social media. You know, people just pop on with hair rollers and all that. It's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's real. And so why not take advantage of that and use it? There are so many there are so many ways you can use storytelling in your business. I, I, I mean, even if you I had a, a lady on my show, she was a visual storyteller where she used pictures. Mm -hmm. And it was so powerful. You know, her picture spoke so much. And in one of my trainings, I have a picture and I have you to tell me about the picture. So mm -hmm. it's so many different ways. And if it's a tool that you can use that's going to bring the bling bling in, the bring the money in it, why not? <laughs> you already have the information. You don't even have to do research because it's your story. Mm -hmm. That's exactly true. That's exactly true. As a matter of fact, we've just completed our first uh, for KM Media. We just completed our first pilot uh, for for someone, and it is about making uh, um, um, a a calming tea. And it's it's really is a beautiful 
little thing. So we can, so it's, it's really cool to have other people in your corner that can do some of these things that you may not be able to do yourself, but uh, mm -hmm. uh, they can add to your presentation and can make it just, just grand. As a matter of fact, I'm encouraging my friend Dana to do a Ted talk and, uh, and, no. Yeah, Dana, let me know because I have watched them and I'm like, shoot, that's what I do. I help people to get them stories to write. If you do it, just reach out to me. I will help you get the story. It will be entertaining. Nobody's going to go to the bathroom. Nobody's going to be on that phone. They're going to be like literally sitting in like, oh, my God, I love this lady. Deal. You got a deal, Miss V. When I'm ready for my TED Talk, I'm contacting you. That's right. We're going to make that thing. Everybody's going to be talking about Dana Parker. Oh, my God. Dana Parker. Go look at her on YouTube. Oh, oh my God. She was wonderful. Yes. And that's the first <laughs> time I've mentioned that to her. And she accepted that like a champ. Congratulations, Dana. That's because it really is been a dream of mine. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> it's been on my vision board. Really? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Like, that is a dream of mine. Well, and you're, you're closer to it and than you know. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Miss V, I got to tell you, it is such a pleasure having you here. You are just a delightful person. And if somebody wants to go visit your podcast, how do they do that? Um, I have a YouTube channel, Miss V the Storyteller Podcast. Everything is Miss V the Storyteller. So if you type it in, you should be able to pull me up. Um, if you want to, well, I was going to, never mind. I was going to take that back. I was going to say, if you want to be on the show, because I'm finding out some people that want to be on my show. Woo. But. <laughs> <laughs> But my show is to empower women, to let them know that they are not alone, that we've all been through something, but we've all come out of it. Mm -hmm. And that is the that is the power of storytelling because we're sharing our stories and we're connecting with people and we'll let them know it's OK. I've been through a divorce, you know, or I've miscarried or, you know, these things have happened to me, but. I did this, 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 and I came out of it and now I'm better. And now I'm sharing my story to give you hope, to let you know you can make it. It's so, I just love it because it's so powerful to help other women to know you can make it through. Yeah, because podcasts and podcast mm -hmm. guests are like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> That's true. Very true. Oh my goodness. Woo. It's been and, a learning lesson, but I'm enjoying it. Well, and that's that's why we do the 15 minute screening is to is to is to make sure that uh, everybody's of the of the right mind and everybody has a mind. Number one, and that's why I do my meet and greets. The same thing, I mm -hmm. meet and greet, and I'm like, okay, and I give them the option if you don't want to be on the show because you just saved me 30 minutes of my time when you said no because you don't want to be on it. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> so, We've we've just got a couple of minutes left, and I want to give uh, Miss V the uh, the floor and let her say, tell us anything that you would like us to know, and then we'll finish off with Dana. Okay, perfect. Listen, ladies, if you're out there, I want you to get your voice back. I want you to stop losing your voice on your job with your husband, with your children, and your family. I need you to speak up. I need you to forgive those people. And when situations and things come up, I need you to speak up for yourself. Never allow anyone to take your voice away from you. That is power. When we speak powerful things, Dana will tell you affirmations, speaking positively to yourself. But when you stop talking, you lose that. 
So never allow people to make you lose your voice. That, and I want you all, if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, I want you to start sharing your stories. You would be surprised how many connections you can make, how much trust you can build and how much money you can pull into Mm -hmm. it just by simply opening up and sharing a piece of yourself. Dana? I want to piggyback and just say uh, there's power in taking this action for anyone listening, uh, any women listening, because we are breaking generational patterns. And Miss B is somebody who is helping women bring those those change off of us that we used to have where our voices were locked up as women and bringing that into balance because it's really important that we have a balance because you have more influence when you have that balance instead of swinging so far where people can't hear you because you're angry and you've got all that Mm -hmm. stuff that's been pent up. And so Miss V is helping us as women change generational patterns and change for the next generation of women to be able to speak and to stand in their power with balance. There is power in that. So reach out, connect. And I'm definitely wanting, we're going to connect more, Miss V, because you yes, and I, you and yes. I have similar work, my friend. Yes, we can team this, do this thing yep. as a team and yep. help people because people shouldn't be walking around broken when there's helps and there's resources out there, even mm-hmm. with my just storytelling business. But I also want to help women. I know mm-hmm. how it feels just like you as a, a counselor, you know, as a coach, mm-hmm. you, we, we listen, women. If you're out there, you need help. Dana Park is here, and Miss V, we here. We have you. We're here. And, and, and ladies, I got to tell you that uh, Nathan is there with the button. He's gonna he's gonna cut off the show. So I just wanted to say thank you both for being here, Miss V and Dana Parker. We both we've all learned something today. And by the way, everyone, be kind to one another because each right. other's all we've got. We'll see you at three o'clock with Jason Medlock to teach us about meditation. <laughs>